0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode here with your host, The D is Silent. Um, So let's get into it. Yesterday was September 11th, um, 2022. It's been shit a lot of years. Uh, Since September 11th, 2001, obviously 21 years later. Uh, but we're not going to talk about September 11th. What we're going to talk about is the Las Vegas Raiders' disappointing season opener at Los Angeles. And I watched the whole game, and it wasn't really even close. I know the score says 24-19, to 19, but it wasn't really close. It really was kind of a... Uh, Are really really tough game to swallow for the Raiders, uh, and as a fan too. Uh, I didn't have high high hopes. Uh, I had them again middle of the road, 10, 10 and seven, but now it's looking more like nine and eight. And I kind of feel that the Raiders are now going to be... This is going to be their first season, I think, in Vegas where, again, we're going to look like a Raiders of all. I think that's just what we're going to... This is going to come down to. Uh, And I'm officially... Now I have hung my hat on the Derek Carr bandwagon... Um, through and through, but the Raiders, through and through, just were unacceptable. So, it's unacceptable for me. As if you're a Raider fan, you're absolutely livid. Uh, I know, I don't you know what th- this performance was actually so bad uh, that it, it actually spun my head around for me. At one point, where we were losing. Uh, 24 to 10, or, uh, yeah, and, offense, obviously, the offense, you couldn't, we couldn't take nothing, um, almost no positives away from the game, almost none, uh, yes we do have Devontae Adams but then again what do we actually have like if the ball can't get to him then this kind of it's just one of these things man I mean and it seemed like we tried to get him the ball like that was the game plan get him feed him the ball and that just is not a Viable strategy, just not. Uh, Josh McDaniels had the team ill prepared to play the Chargers. Our offensive line looks a fucking mess. Uh, giving up five sacks. Derek Carr looks a mess. Three interceptions. Uh, underthrown balls, like on two of them. You know, it's just then he then he threw it behind Renfro, but the guy undercut the route. I mean, it's just what it is. Uh, so I, I, through and through, the offense just looked really, really like at a loss for. You know, we're only going to beat the middle of the road teams. And again, that means we're going to be 9-8. and eight. Is it possible we have a losing season? Uh, yes. Very, very, very possible. Highly possible. The way I look at it, I mean, if we can't beat the Chargers, uh, and you look at the other end of the, the spectrum, the Chiefs, uh, fucking dropped 40-some points on the Cardinals, who we actually played next week. And uh, they did that with the Breeze. We're not going to beat the Chiefs either game, I don't believe. Uh, and And a lot of that has to do with our defense. We've got things there, just like we have things on offense, but we had, I don't think we had a sack. We didn't have a turnover. Uh, Hell, for all I know, we didn't even really have that much of a batted pass or anything of the nature. Uh, We didn't stop Eckler on literally any run. Mm. You know, we had them at like the one yard line didn't do nothing with that there. Uh. You know, the Chargers came to play. The Chargers came to play. Uh. It's just one of those things, man, like, I'm sitting here scratching my head, like, I thought, you know, 4-0 in the preseason, no turnovers, we had turnovers. Um, you know. And, and honestly, I think I know what it is. Coaches in the NFL now under realize that the season is actually way, way long. It's 17 games now or whatever, 18 weeks. Well, it used to be like 13 or 16. You know, I remember when they made it go from like 13 to 16. Uh, or whatever. So the the starters don't really, uh, you know, do the whole preseason really that much. But you would assume they practice. Uh, and not everybody, only the quarterbacks and like. The main wide receivers, but I mean it's just one of them things, man, like. Was this a Raiders preseason game? Yes, but there is some glaring glaring problems with the Raiders. Uh, our offensive line just does not look good at all. At all. And it's just one of them things, man. Like, I'm like... If our offensive line isn't good, then we're going to have trouble all season. And... And that's where I'm at. Like... "Ah." I could have enough... Things... You know, there... To make it make sense, but it doesn't. It's not. It's not a winning thing. I, that, nothing that I seen yesterday. Can I take away and say, oh yeah, the Raiders. They all they need to do is just work on. You know, maybe even getting an offensive lineman or, or you know, through free agency or. Um, or this guy's not healthy right now. You know, our center or something. No. Like, I think our... I think our guys are healthy. And they just don't play good. Uh, Yeah, I think it's just... Painfully, painfully... You know just another. It's going to be another painful year as a Raider fan. Another painful year. And I actually had them being a dark horse sleeper team. But not, not anymore. I mean. The Chargers really came out and said nope. That's what it was. I mean like. The three. The three turnovers by Derek Carr is not. Unacceptable. I mean it is unacceptable. But at the same time like. Um, You know, I don't know, man. I mean, at the end of the season, if we don't make the playoffs, I mean, something's got to give. I don't personally like Josh McDaniels. Um I've said that before. I don't really care for him. Uh, i seen what he did in Denver, and he's also a, a Patriot. And he could just... he I mean, possibly he's just out there stinking up the joint, too. I mean... But the blame of the game gotta go on Derek Carr. And I'm not turning into all of a sudden a Derek Carr hater. But I mean what else what else can I say? I mean you just gotta look at this game in general. And I mean nothing was cooking for us, nothing. Absolutely nothing. We couldn't create a turnover if we wanted to. Uh, we couldn't get to Herbert. Um, uh, we didn't do enough three and outs. I don't think. Uh, seemingly, they had answers for us. You know, everywhere went well, even on off on offense and obviously defense. Um, uh, and I don't know if we can make any sort of adjustments to remedy that. Like we don't play them till later in the year. I had a sweep in the Chargers. And uh, it don't look like it anymore, does it? Well, it's not. We're not sweeping them anymore. Uh, and within the division, I mean, Denver plays tonight. it would be interesting to see how they come out with Russell Wilson. I mean, they could have tightened up the bolts there. Or who knows? Dave um, AFC West is an interesting division. Because literally, it's within um, striking iron. But I think if you look at what Kansas City did to Arizona, and I think Arizona is um, is not a middle-of-the-road team. I think they're a playoff team. They just happened to run into the Rams last year. Um, and they're, they're also missing DeAndre Hopkins. But they still got schlacked. And Kansas City, I think, was in Arizona. They got... They got... They got... You know, taken. They got taken. And just one of these things, man, like... You know, over there, Kansas City for sure is a well-oiled machine offensively. Defensively... is. Still there, and and actually, offensively, they're well-old and machine, but at the same time, I mean, you got Mahomes doing Mahomes' things. I mean, again, one of these things like you don't know. I don't know personally, it's just like, mm, you know, uh, but I mean, and then we obviously the Raiders know firsthand what the Chargers are all about. They got they improved defensively, and the offense was already pretty good um and the only way to stop and i don't really know if there is a way to stop but the only way to stop is to stop boza stop mac stop their front four and uh that's gonna be hard to do for any team uh so they're gonna feast on the Chargers. gonna feast on the lower end teams on the better teams we shall see what happens, but, I mean, it's just one of these things, like, damn, like, um, you know, that sucks. Where are the Raiders at, personally, in all of this? Did we get better offensively? No, we we didn't, actually. Not really. Um, you know, yeah, we got Devontae Adams, but then outside of that, uh, Waller wasn't kind of a no-show. Renfro didn't show up till late. Um, the the targets were way down, and I think that kind of has a lot to do with the game plan. And just again, like that—that's the Josh McDaniels part of it. And I'm like just scratching my head, that, uh, scratching my head at what was going on over there the entire game, literally like from the. Opening kickoff, like what's going on here? Like we look bad. We look like they, the Raiders look like they had not been practicing or done anything all game long. And that was after that we went down and kicked. We were tied three three at one point, and then it just they took the top off. Uh, they took the top off the game. I mean, it just we had nothing cooking for us. Nothing. Oh, man, and it's all doom and gloom after one game. Yes, yeah, a little bit. You know, these are important games you can't lose. It's not preseason no more. And actually, for me as a Raider fan, this is just a a glaring, it's glaring red right now. It's, It's the fucking emergency button is actually looking very, very loud right now. You know, there's emergency buttons where you're like, okay, uh, you know, it's emergency, but, you know, it's not that urgent. And this one is emergency is blinking fucking red. You know, it's actually probably been blinking red for a long time. And, you know, it hasn't been addressed. And now it's like it's not even blinking red. It's pulsating red. It's fucking McDonald's red. And that's just, that's just, you know, the problem, you know, it's just like, damn, man. Like, once again, like, once again, the Raiders are fucking in terrible shambles. It, it just, it's not, the fact that it's not just the three turnovers, it's not the fact that Waller and Renfro were not really part of the game plan. It's not the fact that Josh Jacobs wasn't really even utilized, neither was none of the backs. It's not the fact that the O-line didn't do much. It's not the fact that the defense... uh, They they pretty much neutralized... uh, Connor Chandler... Or... I don't know if it's Chandler Jones or what Jones brother it is. But it's kind of just there. Didn't really do much either. Uh, The defense didn't really do much. I mean, everybody was... uh, Everybody on Raider Nation was like Nate Hobbs. And I'm like... What did he do, really? But bad a few pass passes down. Like there, we didn't do much. The fucking players were getting the ball. I mean, the, the guy said on TV that Justin Herbert had three touchdowns and four incompletions at one point, and that was well into. What, however, when they were up twenty-four, whatever they were up, so you got to take it right there, like. What did the secondary for the Raiders actually do? I don't know. People are really excited about Nate Hobbs for fucking what? Um, and I don't. Need, and the defense doesn't get much blame for this game. But I'm just telling you right now, they didn't. We didn't get no turnovers. Uh, we didn't really get fucking even quarterback pressures. We didn't cause a fumble. We didn't do shit. But let the Chargers walk all over us, pretty much. Uh, You know, and to me, uh, you know, on the flip coin, the offense played really bad and we're not a good enough team at all to play some sort of knuckler defensive game with any fucking team. And because we can't, we can't, we we literally can. not I don't even think the Chargers are top five offenses in the league and uh, we can't go toe to toe with them on defense. Uh, We don't have a chance. Uh, you got to assume Brady and company, they put the works to Dallas yesterday, and Dallas played a pretty good defensive game. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do against Kansas City. So, I mean, we can't get to the quarterback or cause turnovers or cover people. Uh, Kansas City going to have a field day. Uh, you got to also look at, like, Baltimore. I don't know what we're going to do against Baltimore or any of these top offensive teams. I mean, you, gotta, you also got to put uh, – Green Bay still in the conversations. Uh, they didn't look like it yesterday. Philadelphia kind of, but they're playing the, the Lions. I mean, you're just looking around the league. Uh, the Bills, what are we going to do against them Bills? You know, you got the Bills, you got the Ravens, you got the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to say Cincinnati's got to be, you got the charge. I mean, we, we're we not that good defensively to, to stop these teams. We didn't all of a sudden become the Steelers or, you know, the Ravens of old. We just didn't. And we're not there. And we're not good enough to not good enough to overcome the turnovers. And we're not good enough to stop and have our offense only score uh, one or two touchdowns in the game and a couple field goals to win the game. We're just not that good. So you got to take it for what it is. Um uh, the Chargers kind of pulled the Raiders out of whack. And I personally just don't see a, a quick answer or or it wasn't even like we got beat. It wasn't even like oh we had like a bogus penalties or nothing. We got we got resoundly beat. Um, I know I know the score looks close but it wasn't really that close. It wasn't really that close. I mean, yeah, we floated a touchdown to Bolden. uh, And then we had another touchdown to Adams. And then we didn't convert a two-point conversion. Uh, But that... I mean, two touchdowns is a pretty pedestrian day for quarterbacks in the league these days. When you've got Mahomes and you've got, you know, company throwing like five. Four or five touchdowns. I mean... Herbert threw three. Could have easily scored more points had... They got not a little conservative towards the end. And that's the whole thing. If Herbert had to, he would have scored four touchdowns on us. If he had to. Th- easily. That's an all day given to me. If he had to score four touchdowns, he would have. It, you know, If we would have scored... And not had so many turnovers, and you know, it, Herbert would have scored four on us. The Chargers would have found a way, and that's where I'm. That's where I'm getting at that the defense is not really that good. Um. I don't know, and there's no fixing. Some of my uh, favorite players from last year, like Phylon, um, is not there. Devon, uh, I don't know Diablo. Uh, he was kind of just like a non-factor. And Abrams was there, but also, again, a non-factor for the most part. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know. We don't have nobody back there that makes any sense. Again, people are... Raider Nation is absolutely all over Nate Hobbs. And and I just got to say that they, the secondary of the Raiders just had a pretty pedestrian day uh, and letting the Chargers just do whatever they wanted. So I don't really know, um, you know. But moving on from that, we do play the Cardinals. So maybe we could remedy that. But, I mean, it's going to be interesting because we're both 0-1. We could be easy to be 0-2. Uh, Kyler Murray, we don't know... The story's not out on him yet, but, I mean, he could come out and ball out, and I expect the Raiders, as I always expect the Raiders to win, but it would not surprise me if we go out and lay an egg, too. Um, I expect them to win, but I also expect them, I'm I'm come out and say, it, I, if they lose, if they go 0-2, and, uh, this will be Derek Carr's last season as a Raider. For sure. Guaranteed. Um, you know. It'll just be. The team will be lost. Behind him. Because there's no. There's literally no nothing else. That can be done. Um, it is his ninth season. I mean it's probably his ninth coach. Or seventh coach. Or I don't know how many coaches he's had in that. Time. But. But. I, you know, at some point, you've got to take what you've got, you know, and realize, like, okay, well, this is, this is as far as he goes. You know, we can't go we can't go 0-2 in the division. Or we can't start off 0-2 because making up these games is going to be incredibly difficult when the Chargers... I mean, we don't know. The word's not out yet about the Broncos, but I don't know if the Broncos actually stay the same or or unimproved or improved. I think they improved. So, I mean, we're uh, we for us to be looking that flat, I mean, somebody had to lose the game, right? You correct? Somebody had to lose it. It's not like we were both going to score 50 on each other, tie and be some ultimate classic game where, okay, both these teams are going to the Super Bowl. It's not the case. Somebody had to win. Somebody had to lose. But it's just the way we lost. We got... all Our entire game plan was just unfolded. Uh, unwrapped. And just there. Like... You know... Just... It's what it is. Uh, and we can't go on too. Because then the season will be lost. I, I think right then and there the season will be lost. So we're already in a do or die game like... Second weekend. Like shit shit, what the fuck, already in a do or die game, and if we go into the resounding groans of the entire Raider Nation, we'll be heard, like, you know, we're going to have to look at McDaniels, we're going to have to look at Carr, we're going to have to look at everything else on on the entire roster, and just what it is, Um, but I'll come back, we'll talk a little about, about this Cardinals Raiders match up when I come back so hang tight alright everybody I'm back let's finish up this episode real quick let's do a little let's do an album review I haven't done one of those in a while um, I want to talk about Spite's dedication to flesh and what do I think about it compared to Root of All Evil and you know Spice OG album Uh, I think they did a 180 From the Root of All Evil They went back to What they were doing And I think it's rather good Um, There's several songs on there That that I love As a matter of fact I pretty much like the whole Fucking album Uh, It's a pretty good album And I talked about it with my brother he thinks that they sound exactly the same. They were doing what they were doing before. There's no growth in the band. That, While that is, I do believe that to a degree. I kind of feel that this is more in their vein of what they can do. And they can expand on it. Um, I know probably if you talk to the band personally. And you talk to people. I know they still talk about the Root of All Evil. But it just did not have... the flavor that Dedication to Flesh is that the name of the album? Dedication to Flesh? yeah Dedication to Flesh it just doesn't have the same flavor that that has uh, there is just some wild songs on the album that we can talk about right off the bat, my favorite is the, is the last track on the album um, what is it called? Crumble Gotta be one of my favorite songs on the album. Like when I listen to Spite, actually, before I even got into Spite, I seen them live. And and again, as you guys are well aware, I kind of—I mean—I pay attention to music. If I hear a song and it just randomly gets to me, somebody recommends it, and I'm like, "Well, that's heavy." You know, I will, I will sit down and listen to it. I'll try to find, you know, something, you know, that I can gravitate towards. That's kind of how I found out about Knock Loose. I think I seen Knock Loose, I think I heard about Knock Loose working out and then seen them live and then got into them more and then seen them live, live again, like after knowing like all about them. And that's just kind of what it is, you know, sometimes that's how it happens. with Spite, I actually seen on accident, not on accident, but I was like, okay, they're playing, so, okay, cool. They, I got exposed to them, and I was like, whoa, this band has potential. And that's kind of what I feel about Spite. Like, this band has an untold potential that, you know, I think they just need to get on stage with the right bands. Obviously they moved past From the root of all evil And I gotta love Hate with that r- Relationship with that album While I did think It was good in some aspects I think Just I don't know if the Creative aspect Was taken out of it Or if it was too much Glossed over Metalized Or what Cause that happens To bands too Some bands They got that That raw country That raw country Raw Crunchy Bite that like live feel to an album like they they, you know and then they get made and then all of a sudden it just sounds lethargic the music and it sounds like oh way overproduced and it just doesn't sound good it doesn't have the same qualities that happens to bands that kind of happened to Spite it kind of was overproduced everything kind of sounded monotone there was not no Outside of the vocals were keyed off, like everything else kind of sounded bland. There is some bangers on Root of All Evil, but overall, I give that album a thumbs down. But they have since rebounded. The dedication to Flinch is actually a great stepping stone from you know, the OG material that they had. As I yawn. I think it's... It, is their album Killer Be Killer? What is it called? Let's see here. I'm gonna, while I look... Nothing is Beautiful. That is what it... Um, the OG album is. And like I said, the dedication to flesh is probably a progression of that. Root of All Evil, you gotta exclude. Um, but spite, really nailed it on this one. I think they went back to a work. They expanded on it. I love the inclusion of more... Sound bites. Um, the chaos is a little bit more coordinated, and overall, I give the, the album two thumbs up. I probably give it like a nine, uh, maybe eight and a half or a nine, uh, as far as what I like, as far as what you're gonna hear. Um, I, you can definitely see a progression in the band. I think the band now knows what they what they want to do going forward and you know I just want to say that I'm trying to go see them at the glass house in Pomona hopefully I can make that work uh, I'm just I'm so fucking busy I had some mishaps with my money accounts you know somebody tried hacking my shit at it you know get some new cards and you know so on and so forth And it's just one of those things I'm like, I'm, I want to go see them, man. And, and the dedication of Flesh is an amazing album that they put out. <clears throat> Again, it's light years beyond what Root of All Evil is. and I, And I just, I don't know, you know, obviously the band, you're going to take a stab at everything. And I'm not so much of a hater to where if I see a band that I love and they take a stab at something and it doesn't work and come back and, or they correct what was wrong with it. You know, every band's got that album where you're thinking like, what the hell were they thinking? It just doesn't work. But to me, you know, Spike kind of survived that early on and maybe they won't ever go back to that. And if they do, maybe they'll learn from the mistakes. Um... Spite is still metalcore ish, but they kind of have deathcore vibes and they also have hardcore vibes. Spite's in a really good blend category where I kind of feel like. Lorna Shore is the new age, like, they're the it deathcore band. Well, That was Suicide Silence for a minute. Maybe you had Carnifex, you know, possibly Maybe you had. You know, there was some really, you know, Born Over Cyrus kind of held that mantle for a little bit. Um, you know, but Lorna Shore has really taken the Death Corps crown and has firmly placed it on their head. Uh, I'm a fan of Lorna Shore because I'm like, unbelievably, that is and it's not even deathcore. You see, Lorna Shore gets lumped in with deathcore. But the, they're more black metal vibes than true death metal. And, and I know people are like, there's no difference. The yeah, other fucking is. Death metal and black metal sound nothing alike. As a matter of fact, they're both, they're way, Cradle of the Field does not sound like Cannibal Corpse at all. Suicide Silence sounds more... Cradle of filthish, ish Or uh, not Cradle of filth It sounds more Cannibal Corpse-ish... Than... Uh... Cradle of Filth... So... They may... You know... But Death core That's what Death core Kind of is all of that... Like Slaughter to Prevail... You would kind of put as... I've... Slaughter to Prevail is not... Black Metal core Or you know black well I mean kind of there, but they're more core ish uh but Lorna Shore is right in there where they kind of are they kind of remind me of like a, a old cradle of Filth with fucking breakdowns and, and again they have the, they have that crown resting firmly on their head but there isn't I mean in metalcore it depends on what you think in a metalcore but Spite is kind of a blend of both and they're also got like hardcore tidbits into it. And I, I really like that they're kind of covered their bases now. While they went straight, straight metalcore like in Rudolph All-Evil, this is, they, again, this goes back to what they were. It's kind of why I liked them. I was like, okay, well, they're they're not exactly metal, but they're not exactly hardcore, but they're kind of right in that vein where it's like they're a, they're a step or two above hardcore and they're a step or two above metalcore like they're above that they they're floating in their own realm and I, I don't know you perhaps if you talk to the band members or the frontman they're going to give you some other answers but i mean as a music listener uh they're the they're at the top of the crop um younger bands that are into that like really deathcore metalcore hardcore just straight core vibes and they do a really good job of it This album is really good I, You know When you sit When I sit down and listen And I'm like I, I vibes. I've heard this This is an album About four to five times through it's a, it's a good I think it's like 30 minutes long Maybe 40 minutes long It's a good listen uh, Let's see Let's see how long it is Let's see The run time Is Or the listen time four, Exactly 40 minutes 12 songs 40 minutes I gotta say, "Crumble" is one of my favorite songs. I my, probably the last four songs are wild. Like "The Son of Dawn," "Sounds for the Descent," "Hangman," and "Crumble." "Crumble" to me is my favorite song on the album. I would be so upset if I went to go see them and I didn't hear them play "Crumble." Uh, the breakdown at the end, the whole the whole wind up to it is uh, wild. Something she should know is another one. Um, They got a lot of good songs on there. Uh, The Most Ugly. There's there's a lot of good songs. This is a good outing for them, a good showing for them, a good rebound for them. I I don't know if they actually ever dipped off, but definitely for me, they did. definitely rebounded on this album. It definitely came back to the spot that I fell in love with initially. And again, this isn't a repeat of nothing is beautiful this is a progression this is definitely i think they learned a thing or two um it'd be interesting to see where they go going forward if they can climb that that ladder in where they don't have to no longer be just the band that is a supporting act um but they really need to blow off the lid of like They're on tour they think Carnifex, Oceano, and, like, people, they need to really blow all those bands out the water. And there's only one way to do it. You just play the heaviest, fucking, most damning set you can play and cut the bullshit out. And that's, you know, if I was a band, you know, I wish I could go back in time and be like, all right, this is how, and form my own band. This is how we're going to do it, and we're going to take it no holds barred. Um, if you're not with it, if you want some radio shit, get the fuck out. Like, you know, the, obviously there's a time and place for that shit, but in the n- initial beginning, I mean, you've got to have the basis, you've got to have the foundation of what your band is, and you got to be able to, when you play, you when you play, especially when you're playing live, you got to blow the fuck away out of not only the other bands, but the audience. You just got to fucking send everybody to hell. You know, you got... You, that's what... And that's exactly what they did. They were better than, I think, Winds of Plague. And Winds of Plague is no... Winds of Plague actually only plays whatever people... is That they people like from them. They don't play that random shit. They've got albums of albums of random shit that they don't even touch. Because nobody is, like, listening to it. You know, Spike could just fucking throw on like anything off of nothing is beautiful like IED and um you know thy bidding and all that and then, and I think they should just mix it in with this new thing. they should just ignore the root of all in general and they could just fucking blow away you know an entire tour and call it a day and that's kind of what I'm hoping for them I really hope that they you know because I would love to see you know my young bands. I, I mean, I don't know how or when we could ever get it, but let's get, let's get a Lorna Shore. Let's get fucking Knock Loose. Let's get Spite. Let's get uh, a Chelsea Grand. Let, let's get, uh, you know, let's get some diabolical fucking wild tours. Let's let's get some Kublai Khan in there. You know, let let that fucking marinate and serenade the fucking and, and make that a fucking tour. Make that fucking happen. Let's get, um, you know, I don't know who else is out there fucking um, right off the top of my Who the fuck did I really like? Let me see. Brand of Sacrifice. Let's get Brand of Sacrifice in there. I mean, Brand of Sacrifice ain't no slouch either. I've I been mean, really, I, I downloaded both their albums because I was like, yo, this shit is fucking amazing. Uh, and I don't, I really don't seek out deadcore bands or black metalcore bands and new Sacrifice to me as another band that I was like wow okay but I would love to hear more from them the kind of I've only listened to got a little sample I feel like uh, but yeah Spide is amazing man Spide Dedication to Flesh is an amazing album um, I want to see them again I, uh, I didn't go to their little tours uh, or their little their little headlining tour that they have but I kind of want to go see them at the glass house with one more time as a supporting act before I'll go support them as a main act Um, and yeah I give the album a two thumbs up, Uh, definitely two thumbs up so take a listen if you can Um, with that said I'm out, I'm going to get this episode posted up keep it a little short so that way I can um, carry about my day and I'll be back with another episode hopefully late next week or late this week or early next week Catch you guys later. Thanks.